Hi guys, and welcome to our third episode for our podcast. So guys, last week we talked a little bit about me and the gluten and my purpose and why I want to do that. But I want to talk to you today about where we're at. So let's stick around for that. We're going to talk to you about where we're at and what we're planning to do and what we got accomplished this week. All right, guys. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Beyond Food Market Podcast, episode number three. So, guys, in the last episode, we talked about my experience with gluten and why I want to do this. And today, I'm going to talk about where I am today and what I want to be doing moving forward. Okay, guys, so let's just jump into it. So I quit my job like 30 months ago, and there was just a point where I was like, man, what am I going to do with my life? It was going nowhere, right? And I would always watch Shark Tank, and Hershevik, Robert Hershevik would always say in the previews, like, well, why don't you just quit the job and just go for it? And I kept hearing that, and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to freaking quit my job and just go for it, because I had... I had done work. I had helped this lady remodel her bathroom, and I had come up with an idea. She's like, "Jose, that idea looks like it'd be a product, a, a real product." And so years later, I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna try it, see what happens." So I quit my job, took about a month off just to compose myself, and then I started working on on the idea. And my brother decided to fund me for uh, for this idea and he he paid for the membership at Polsky Center I went to the Polsky Center I went there and started doing work there and while I was at the, at, at the Polsky Center there was a, an organization called the Rostandi um, for social social enterprise or something like that Rostandi Center for social justice was the Rostandi Center and they had mentors there and I had and I had another idea which I thought I wanted to make a non-profit and that's what Beyond Food Market is now but at that time I was like you know maybe I can do a non-profit and get some money to help me fund or kind of offset some of the costs because I wanted to open up a, uh, I wanted to bring plant-based foods into these areas like Inglewood Okay, guys, so I'm at the Rostani Center, and I start talking to mentors. And the first mentor, he was like, yeah, it's, it's decent. And then I got positive feedback, and then I met another, the second mentor at Rostani as well. And I got more f- positive feedback. And then I met another mentor and spoke about that idea. And then another mentor, another I think I might have spent like four or five mentors. I just talked about this idea. Because... I had a first took talk the idea and then some mentors were like, Why don't you create like something like some PDFs, some kind of uh, things you can show people? And I was like, Awesome, cool. So then I started doing that and then that's when I started showing people and they're like, Okay, okay, okay. It started getting some legs and it still wasn't up to where I was at where I am today, but that's where it started. And I spent I spent basically almost a year nine months at, at Polsky Center and and then because I had told I had in my head I had envisioned me quitting the job making this product developing it within three months getting some packaging and getting it in stores or whatever that didn't happen 
So I was like, what am I going to do now? And I was like, you know what? I kind of just put that on the back burner of the original project. And I'm like, okay, let's just focus on this new thing beyond food mark because I felt like that was that just was I just there's a lot of reasons opportunity kind of like a calling if you will because of my personal journey and because I'm right down the block from Inglewood but whatever it was I mean a whole bunch of reasons right that culminate to that decision and that's what I decided to do is just move forward beyond food market and because you know we want to get plant-based nutrient plant-based foods into underserved communities, right? And so, oh, well, I have the prototype, but you guys, you guys can't see it in, um, on, the, on, the, on, on the podcast, but, you know, I'll show it to you guys in the next video, on another video. So, let's now fast forward to where I am. So, once I left for Stanley, then I just started working on this, right? And then I kept listening to mentors and mentors and mentors. And... One of the mentors was like, you know, what's in your, who's in your network? And I reached out to DePaul, right? Um, I reached out to DePaul. I said, hey, I've got an idea. And, and I kind of threw him the proposal that I made from Polsky Center. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then I kind of met some people. And then I met some people. And and then I got into Coleman Center. And in the Coleman Center, I got a lot of positive feedback. That was the first time I, first time I got the pitch was at the Coleman Center for the Purpose Pitch competition last year. And it was for alumni as well. So that was awesome. <clears throat> so that was awesome. And uh, pitched that, and I got a lot of great feedback. And then from the feedback, I was kind of able to, like, really, because I didn't know, I didn't, I don't think I presented it well. And from that feedback, I was able to do the, the, the box, right? And then uh, I did move forward with that. And then after that, um... They got feedback there. They're like, oh, did you do this at the DePaul IRL? And I was like, no, I didn't. And then I found out about the IRL. And I was like, awesome. So I went in there, and I just started tinkering around, started kind of like playing with things. And I got all the certifications for all the products, all the all the, all the the equipment to use. And I was like, let's go, let's go. And I started designing the, the box. That's where I started designing the box. Because I had heard another mentor, Jim Rome, and he was like, "When do you get the day done started? That when your when your day's done? So that means you have to plan it out, and and also kind of like if you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand, kind of thing. So I had to I had to start creating it while I was at the paw. Like how long? I don't know how long it's been. Six, seven months. Would I've been there, and. So for the, that time, I was able to kind of like work on the patent, actually make the first prototype, and I was like, man, that's pretty cool, because from 30 months ago, and then a year, so 12, what is that, 12 minus, I don't even know the math, but um, what I'm saying is like it's taken a while just to get from, from the idea of how am I going to get food into there, right? Like the idea, like the idea, like here's the idea, guys. The problem is a lot of, from what I see, right? This is what I just see. Retailers or people who want to go into these areas 
because one profit margins are very thin right and two there's a lot of theft because it's low income 40 percent of unemployed you know 40 percent unemployment rate i mean i'm you know i'm not bashing them i'm not I'd probably do, I've done the same thing, so, uh, so that 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 the, all those two things, kind of was like I was like how how can I, so I was like how can I bring food, plant based foods, into these areas, and have it protected, you know, just protected for for the people that. I mean, it's called a food desert. So food desert means there's, there's, it's hard to get nutritious foods on a consistent basis. And so that's how I, that's how I see it, right? That's that's the whole concept. I'm like, okay, how can I bring food there without it getting stolen, right? That was it. And I'm like, boom, we'll put it in a box. I'm like, yeah, in a box. And then I was like. Because it started evolving, right? It just started from a vending machine that was going to have all these boxes, right? And then I was like, let's make individual unit, individual unit, right? And then from the individual unit, I was like, well, we could put all the technologies into it. We can put the refrigeration, the freezer using Peltier technology, which you can see on the desktop refrigeration units. And then I was like, and I'm like, you know what? Let's put an NFC reader on it. Near for your communication reader, so that way you can use your credit card, WIC card, your link card. You can dip, tap. You can use your phone, Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, etc. And then I'm like, later on, I'm like, I'm doing all this research on vending machines. I see this thing in Asia where they're using the QR code, QR codes on their phones everywhere. And I'm like, you know what? Let's put a, let's put a video screen, the the monitor, because I wanted the monitor to be like just kind of like, hey, look at this. But then I'm like, yeah, we can use a monitor as a payment system as well. So it's three ways to pay, and it's all cashless. So that's the thing. This box is cashless. So, but but on top of that, because, well, let's get back to the box. So the box is a cashless vending, all-in-one vending unit that opens three ways. With your credit card, NFC reader, <clears throat> with the video monitor, with your screen QR code, or my favorite is the augmented reality application. So guys, you're gonna have an augmented reality application that will open on a user's mobile phone, right? So you walk into the retail environment, you point your phone towards a box, and you can view it. So then you can view the items in the box on your phone in a three-dimensional space, in a mixed reality. And then you can purchase it on the app, just unlock, and then it unlocks the door. So those are the three ways, guys. And I think, um, like in my mind, like so, this is this is how it's been progressed. I'm like, because you got to make it cool. So the augmented reality part will make that cool, the cool factor, and nutritious food will also be a good factor, and just that it's kind of like new technology, you know, all that. I guess it's everything. But so that's kind of like my whole thinking, and that's what I've, and that's where we're at today, to this, to this very point. From um, let's see, 
20, it's been like 18, maybe like 18 months, maybe 20, maybe, no, from like 24, like two, almost, almost two years, almost two years, 24 months from the time that I told somebody this idea. 24 months. Yeah, at least. Because I remember it was, it was kind of still summer, maybe September. Man, longer? 24 months, at least, from the, from the idea of how can I bring plant-based foods into this community. Because it really, it really, this little box started from, I don't know if I said this in the other video, but I'm going to redo it, recap it really quick. It started when I was, when I saw a 60-minute episode. On a 60 Minutes, they had talked about food deserts. And I'm like, I'm like, man, that's fucked, that's messed up. And, and it was always in the back of my mind. Like, how can I bring food in there? And I, and I, you know, everyone's always, always there. And I was like, well, what if we just put a little, like, like a red box, you know, like a little red box, a little DVD, you rent them. I'm like, let's put some fruit there. And I was like, we'll put it by the empty lots because there's lots of empty lots. You know, I just put them on the corner, right? And I'm like, wow, what if it gets, and then I was like, what if it gets all vandalized, right? What if it gets, or, or what if it's not enough? It's going to be a little box. What if that's not enough? Vandalized, it's going to be outside. And I was like, what they can do outside? But what, you know, a whole lot of stuff was passing in my mind. And then from there, I was like, how about if we enclose them? And I'm like, what if we use shipping containers, right? Because they're, they're, all, they're all over in Chicago, or Chicago Long, where I'm at, they're everywhere. And, and I'm like, would you recycle them? It'll look cool, make, make them look cool, like a cool shipping container, which I have. I'm gonna show you guys that on another video. It's inspired by the Bauhaus movement, uh, Mies van der more specifically. And, I'm like, yeah, what if we put them in there? And then I was like, it'll be a big vending machine. And then from the big vending machine, it started breaking down to smaller, 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 to an all-inclusive one. And then the payment system all evolved. <clears throat> and then I was like, you know what? We could put everything in it because what I had started to realize was, I mean, I feel like, I feel like everything's coming miniaturized, small, very cheap, inexpensive, almost commoditized. And I'm like, you know what? I think I can put it all in one box, right? Because on top of that, if if one box, if something fails on the box, let's say, I just pull that box out and I only lose one item per day, the whole because that this this vending this little box can also be networked and stacked. So you stack them up you can have like 20 of them. They can be like 12 by 12, like a little piece of tile, right? And then next to it, the NFC reader and the monitor. So imagine it like maybe a six by six wall, just like just like aisles. Like if you walk if you walk into a store and, and you see all the little bottles of water, imagine each of those bottles, individual bottle in one box. That's how it's going to be. So you go up to the box, pay for it, open it up, and walk out the door. And and that's where we're at today. To this day. Two years. Took me two years to get here. 
and I applied for a patent based on <clears throat> the last year when I did the purpose pitch because I was just like, um, let me just have a little bit of IP, you know, let it be our differentiator. I was like, why not? It's $70 for one year of protection to see if this can actually go into fruition. So I was like, that's very, very inexpensive, 70 bucks. And I worked on that patent for like six, seven months, man. Because I'm not a patent attorney. I don't really know what I was doing. I mean, I filed a couple patents before. The first one, provisional patent for my first project. And then I have a design patent from something years ago, which I never did anything with because I'm a dork. So that's where I am today, guys. 24 months from idea to getting a patent last week. Now I'm working on the website. Started working on the website, and I need to finish that. And we're going to move forward with that. And that's where we're at, guys. Um, comment below if you want to know anything. Uh, oh, you know, really quick too. While I'm at it, let me tell you, I'm about seventy-five thousand in debt. Most of it's student loans, owe the city, owe utilities, owe attorney fees, guys. So, uh, my life uh, been pretty crazy, you know. Like, let's just say, like I've I've come to a transition in my life. Like, I'm forty-eight years old now, and I feel like I, at ton points in my life I was like a piece of shit kind of dude sometimes you know did some fucked up shit like that and um, I, I just don't want that anymore my life has gone nowhere on top of that the gluten intolerance that changed my life so that's what I'm all here for dude I'm just you know, here to be a good, good person love some people help some people feed some people and that's what I want Beyond Food Market to be we want to I want to start this company based on kindness so if this does take off, if this does become a company, I want it to be based on kindness. And I know we're, we're looking ahead, but that's, I want to build a team on that. And, and vegan, you got to be vegan. And it'd be even better if you had a food allergy as well. But, so that's where we're at. That's where I'm thinking in the future. What I hope to we can do is make this little box, make it to reality. That's going to allow us to bring plant-based items in here. And because there, there, there's nothing like that in Inglewood that I'm aware of that's just all plant-based and allergy-friendly, which means you're free of the top eight allergies in America. Now, I think most consider the top 14. There's 14 major, not major, but 14 allergies that most people are allergic to. But there's top eight that are a lot of people are allergic to so that's kind of where I want to start I want to have a store just that allergy friendly for the top eight and plant-based so guys that's the whole vision um, so we're two years in <laughs> I don't know how long how many more years we got to make it happen but follow along the podcast sign up for notifications let's see if this happens all right guys thanks for listening have a great day bye-bye